I recently helped hundreds of people achieve more in a few months than they had the previous several years. And now I'm getting ready to open up another challenge where I want to help you do the same. Here is actually a short testimonial of someone who was in that challenge. This challenge was hands down the best thing I did all year. And I appreciate the time, energy, and heart that you put into it. My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. I'm an organizational psychologist and best-selling author of many books that have now sold millions of copies. Click the link down below and watch this free training where I will show you these frameworks on how you can achieve more in the next 90 days than you possibly have in the last five to 10 years. Click the link down below and watch the training before it goes away. There is a science to achieving impossible goals. And in this video, I'm going to share with you how to do that. First, I'm going to show my screen and I'm going to let you in on a private conversation I had, a Zoom meeting with Dr. Alan Bernard. Dr. Bernard is one of the leading researchers on decision-making and he has spent his career studying how individuals and organizations can achieve impossible goals. So I'm gonna show you a small clip of one of his thoughts sharing a few of the reasons why impossible goals are not only practical, but can be even simpler than going for marginal growth. Then I'm going to show you a story of a man who has achieved ridiculously impossible things even in the past few months. His name is Greg Sini, and he read my book, 10X is Easier Than 2X. This is the third book I wrote with Dan Sullivan. He read this book four months ago. Greg Sini did. He lives in Columbus, Ohio, and he does real estate, but mostly he, he builds communities for elderly people with problems like dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff like that. And so I'm going to share with you his story after I show you the clip of Dr. Alan Bernard, and then I'm going to break it down. So let me go ahead and jump into the clip with Dr. Alan Bernard. There's two reasons why setting a 10X objective. There's many more reasons, but at least two primary reasons for me. The first one is to say, if I'm thinking that I've set an objective that in my mind is realistic, right? That could be 10% or it could be 2x. But as long as I think, if, if I asked you, Ben, do you think your goal is realistic? Is it achievable? And you say no, then it means that you don't know how to do it, right? And that means that you will be open to changes. But if you say, yes, I think it's realistic, it means you already think you know how to do it. And that means that you don't allow your mind to explore other options. So at 10%, the chances that you'll know how to do that is quite high. And sometimes even at 2x, the chances that you will say, yes, it's ambitious, but I think I know how to get to 2x. It means that you don't allow your mind to explore other alternatives. So to really get you out of that box, right, is to say, let's make the target 10x. And now I'm asking you, do you think it's realistic? And you say, no. Why don't you think it's realistic? Because I can't see how to do it. Say, so great. Think about how to do it. It's impossible unless, right? And that question is what triggers your mind to start listing those conditions that could make the impossible possible. So that's a that's the first reason is literally to give your mind the the necessity to think differently. As long as I think it's it's realistic, it's not necessary for my mind to think out of the box. It one is, remains where it's comfortable, and it will only consider the options that it's currently considering. So that's the first reason. The second reason, which also is something that we've spoken about a number of times is how many ways are there to improve a system by 10%? If the goal is to help us find that one thing to focus on, then 
asking or evaluating things about whether they will help me get to 10% is not that useful because I'm going to have a very long list on my to-do list. As soon as I ask, how can I get to 10x, what happens is that whole bunch of options reduces down to one or few. So I'm going to break down for a second what Dr. Bernard just said. I also wrote about this in 10x is easier than 2x. In chapter one, I lay out some of his insights on why impossible goals are more practical and more useful. In other words, 10x goals are easier and simpler than 2x goals. One of the things, though, that he said is, is that if you are pursuing a goal that you believe to be impossible, then you are likely going to be walking forward based on your assumptions. You're going to be utilizing the past and the present to dictate what you want to do in the future. And that's a very linear approach. That's a very common approach. But once you set the goal to be impossible, and you really are honest about that, you think it's an impossible goal. And again, I'm about to show you a video of someone, uh, Greg Sini, who is accomplishing really impossible goals by simply going for impossible goals. And I invite you to start doing this as well. But once you make the goal to an impossible level where you genuinely don't know how to do it, that then gets you out of the frame of reference of your current assumptions, your current strategies, and it opens you up to the most effective ones. The second point, which is connected to this, that Dr. Alan Bernard talks about, is that if you're going for a small goal, say 10% growth or even 2x growth, then the challenge of that, and he has studied constraint theory, which is a decision-making theory, is, is that for marginal growth, there's literally a million things you could do. For example, if I wanted to grow my revenue or my income by 10%, there's a lot of different things I could do to accomplish that goal. Because it's so small, there's like literally an infinite number of options I could do to grow my income by 10%. It's not very discerning. And this is one of the reasons to set goals, by the way. A goal is simply a tool to create focus and clarity. And if the goal is small, then it, it doesn't create that level of focus and clarity because there's too many potential pathways of getting there. There's a hundred different options or ways that you could grow your income by 10%. But if you want to do it by 10x in a short period of time, as Dr. Bernard said, that list of potential options goes down very low to just a few options. That's why he invites you to ask the question, this would be impossible unless what? And then that unless what invites you to the few key highest levers. And this is one of the things that Dr. Bernard talks about when it comes to making high quality decisions. And this also fits with the 80-20 principle, which is the 20% of things create almost all of the returns. And so you want to focus your energy and your effort and your attention onto the few things that have the most extreme return on attention, return on an investment, and everything else is that 80% of things that isn't really that useful. It's not that effective. And so when you set your goal really high to an impossible level, it then invites you firstly to come up with pathways and ideas that are different from what you've been doing in the past. This is really useful because then you start letting the future dictate what you do in the present and the future dictate the strategy in the present rather than letting the present and the past dictate what you do in the present. But it also helps you find those few potential paths, strategies, and relationships that would fit in that 20% of category that have all of the upside. And the goal, if you want to be a massive learner and if you want to make massive progress, is to put more and more of your attention on those few vital few things that have the biggest upside and then get really good at those things. That's the whole point is, is that you want to get 10 times better at the few things that matter and you want to put your attention on just the vital few and go really deep, really deep. It's about flow. It's about quality. It's really about quality of attention, not quantity. But if you're all caught up in that 80% of nonsense because your goals are so 
small, then you're going to be caught up in paralysis by analysis and decision fatigue. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you a conversation of a man named Greg Sini. So five years ago, he started his own company and he wanted to create communities for elderly people with uh, challenges like dementia and Alzheimer's. He started that company in 2018. They developed their first property and had it open for operations in 2019. And I think it had like 90 beds. So it had 90 elderly people, 100 employees. And then COVID hit, boom. And that changed everything and it really slowed their process. Fast forward to the beginning of 2023. It's 2023 and Greg's frustrated uh, because the business hasn't grown that much. But ultimately, he has a goal, a 10-year goal. He wants to have two more buildings. His goal is to have three big buildings and then to eventually sell those in a package and get a quote-unquote windfall. Well, this is where this book comes into play. 10x is easier than 2x. He reads this book and he changes his goal. And this is a, a big key component. This is a massive shift, but also he got really committed to it and he achieved ridiculous things. And I'm going to explain it, but then the part of the conversation I'm going to come in is where I invited him to go for something impossible for the rest of 2023. So he read this book in March of 2023. He decided to change his goal. Rather than having three properties in 10 years, he decided to have 10 properties by his 60th birthday. So in four years, he wanted 10 properties. And he got really committed to this, but he did not know how to do it. And he was very committed. Sometimes we get overly committed to the process rather than to the goal. And what you really want to do is you want to get really committed to a seemingly impossible goal and be extremely flexible in the process. This gets to the point of Dr. Bernard that when you have a seemingly impossible goal, it finally gets you to looking for new and different pathways. And pathways thinking is a huge aspect of motivation and hope and commitment. Being willing to find new pathways has a lot to do with what's called psychological flexibility, where you become a lot more flexible and open to new and more effective pathways. Call it those 20% of things that have really high upside. So Greg was overly committed, in this case, to developing buildings. But after he set the 10x goal, after he said, I'm going to go for 10 buildings in four years, he then ultimately became open to new strategies. Rather than having to develop buildings, he became willing to acquire. In becoming open to acquiring properties, he called one of his friends and ultimately got an opportunity to purchase two buildings, which he did, and it had a crazy timeline, a 45-day timeline. He was able to move mountains, make the impossible happen. They now have 300 employees, and they're, they've been profitable from the beginning, and they've really stabilized. So this is when I meet Greg. I met Greg again two weeks ago in Columbus, Ohio, and he told me this story. He said, Ben, you're not going to believe this. He said, I read your book, 10X is Easier Than 2X. Obviously, my third book with Dan Sullivan. He said, I read it back in March when you gave Lisa the early copy. I changed my goal from having three properties in 10 years to having 10 properties in four. And then since then, we've been able to acquire two properties. And so we've already actually got three properties now. We've actually achieved that former 10-year goal, we actually achieved it in less than two months by changing our goal and by becoming flexible in new processes and strategies and then taking 10x action. I was just so happy for him that he had achieved his 10-year goal in two months and that he had these two new properties and he was on fire. But then I asked him the question. I said, Greg, what is your impossible goal for the rest of 2023? So the impossible goal was um, I want to acquire three buildings by the end of this year, three more buildings. And I want it to be in the number of 250 beds would be a good number. And then I have other things, personal stuff, writing books and different things that I'm going to do. But, and here's the thing that is just, I, I don't get it. And I, I don't know if this is a higher power thing or when you just ask the universe, it gives. Um, so I literally forward, it's a list. I wrote this list. It's hanging on my wall. I forward it, copied it, sent it to my family. I said, all right, here's my commitment by the end of this year. 
The next day, my business partner calls me. Now, we're looking at a couple buildings, whatever, and I really like don't see a path to three buildings. Sean literally texts me. He's like, what would you give for, and he names off three buildings that I'm super familiar with. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, call me. He's like, yeah, I just got a call from my broker. We can buy these three buildings. What would you offer them? So I sent this stuff, this, this, this to my wife on Monday. On Tuesday, my business partner texts me and goes, hey, I have an oppor- we have an opportunity to buy three buildings. What would you pay for them? And I give a price and they're probably going to accept it. This impossible goal is now, now I have like this, I have a way, right? And I, I just, I'm not quite grasping what's going on. It just seems like when I keep asking, it like it's happening so quickly. So I'm going to go ahead and stop it there and just provide a few last thoughts and an invitation to you, amazing watcher or listener. Firstly, if you have not done it yet, please read this book or listen to it. Uh, By the way, the audio version of 10X is easier than 2X has three hours of bonus interviews between me and Dan Sullivan. This book will transform your life. It'll transform your thinking. It'll help you apply the science of of honestly optimal decision making. But also, I just wanted to break down a little bit of what Greg was saying. So... I asked him, what is your impossible goal by the end of the year? He wrote them down, printed them down, as he said, and he started telling them to his wife and to his team. And then, boom, all of a sudden, things started happening. There's a few key things to note here, though. One is, is, and I asked him later in the conversation, but you won't be able to see that or hear that. He did say he was committed to it. And I think that having a full commitment to that is important. Actually committing to it and going for it is crucial. And you can know you're committed to something by observing your actions. There's actually a great book called The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership. And in that book, they say that commitment is a statement of what is. You can know what you're committed to by your results. And so I can know that he's committed because all of a sudden results are coming. This commitment, by the way, fits with the notion of decision. And it's that whole idea of when you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. It also fits with that amazing quote from William Hutchinson Murray, where basically he said, until one is committed, um, basically it's wasted time. But he said, once you get committed, then providence moves too. All sorts of things start happening that move forward on that commitment. And I think that that's what Greg was going through. It was very spiritual. In other words, he was kind of shocked at how fast things were happening to him. But ultimately, if we were to go back in time to the beginning of 2023, so just a handful of months ago, Greg was on a path, a 10-year path to getting three buildings. Um, But he transformed his mindset. He became open and he transformed his goal. And now, and there's even another thing I'm not going to show you in the interview, but ultimately, he's likely going to have seven buildings before the end of 2023. In other words, he's going to be way past, enormously past where he thought he would be in 10 years, and he's going to do all that in less than one year. And I strongly believe that you can achieve more in one year than even you thought was possible in a decade by thinking much better and then by ultimately going for the impossible, committing to that, and then finding those unique strategies and opportunities and becoming psychologically flexible such that you're willing to find those new and creative pathways. So I just want to share that with you. I know that impossible goals are possible. Me and my team right now are going for incredible, fun, impossible goals. And and by the way, this is fun. It's gamified. It's not like there needs to be pressure or stress. Uh, I love the quote, expect everything attached to nothing. So you can go for impossible goals. And one of the things that I studied during my PhD, and again, talked about this in chapter six of this book, which is transformational leadership. Transformational leaders go for the impossible, but also they instill confidence in their team such that their team believes that the impossible becomes possible and they get they trust the leader the leader trusts them they become emotionally committed and then they become willing to go for it and over time they build that confidence and incredible things can happen 
My name is Dr. Benjamin Hardy. If you have not yet done it yet, please grab 10X is easier than 2X. Also, be your future self now. This breaks down the science of operating from your future, operating from the identity of your future. And this is a huge part of creating 10X results is, is that you imagine that 10X future and then you operate from the future, not toward the future. That's 2X. That's linear is when you're operating from the present to the future. But you want to have a seemingly impossible future, which you get emotionally connected to and you begin operating from the future and as your future self. Have a great day.